What's going on people and welcome to the Blockchain Enterprises podcast. The aim of our podcast is to show you how anyone can start a business, find their dream job or develop a revenue stream in the emerging blockchain industry. Most if not all of our guests started with just an idea, a few hundred dollars and a Twitter account. Before we meet today's guest, here's a quick word from our sponsors. On today's episode, we're joined by Alexi from Sports Icon. Sports Icon is an athlete curated platform which provides insights into pivotal moments of their journey through immersive, artistic and inspirational NFT-based content. So let's go ahead and speak with Alexi. What's going on, people? And welcome back to the Blockchain Enterprises podcast. Today, we're joined by Alexi from Sports Icon. Hi, Alexi, how are you? I'm all good, mate. How are you, mate? I'm very good. And uh, thanks for taking the time out to speak with us. It's a pleasure. Thanks for having me on. Fantastic. So, yeah, I mean, I guess if we jump straight into it, as we mentioned in the intro, you're one of the founders at Sports Icon. Do you want to tell us a little bit about how this came about? Yeah, so um, Sports Icon came about during this kind of crazy year that everyone's had. Um, And Chris, the co-founder, and I were just kind of having a chat last summer um, about Masterclass because we were both... um, both signed up to masterclass at the time and we were we were talking about it and um um, i've spent the last 10 years or so working independently in football and chris has um you know his career has been in tech startups here in the uk uh edtech based really And, and yeah we were talking about masterclass and how it was just an amazing product um you know so top top filming um very sort of 4k quality very high-end product but we, we we felt there was um a bit of sort of inconsistency on the platform because it had grown so large that you know you might have some sports stars on there for example serena williams and then the video next to serena might be you know korean barbecue and the next one might be um something related to photography and it just um just seemed to us that it was ripe for a bit of a, a bit of unbundling really so um we decided that to do something like masterclass but we also what, what else was masterclass missing it was missing uh, we felt anyway that kind of community engagement that you know you just sit down on masterclass and you watch a video and that's it there's no kind of real interaction with the fans, um, and we wanted to kind of bring that to the fore, uh, but on a on an athlete specific platform, really. So, so that's it came about last summer, uh, and it's just been a complete whirlwind since then. Fantastic, and you know, for, for for our listeners who are not familiar with the platform, can you tell us a little bit more about what you're actually building and, and where you're up to? Yeah, sure. So. Um, at Sports Icon, we are working, um, so as I said, we're, we're an athlete-specific platform. So what we want to do really is to um, connect fans to their to their sporting heroes um, and offer insights to the fans from, from their sporting heroes. So um, this is done, how we're going to achieve this really is from top quality um, filming and directing. So we've got... Um, 
the Top Gear director on board, who's going to ensure that we, you know, we hit all those really high quality bars in terms of filming. Um, and we're going to produce this footage, and this is all going to be broken down uh, and sold as NFTs. So all, all the they're going to be produced um, about 140 minutes worth of footage broken down into various chapters of an icon's life and career, their inspiration, their highs, their lows, there'll be a narrative. There's going to be technical elements to that as well. And we work with digital design studios that are going to help us really kind of bring this product to life as well. Um, also on top of that, we, we offer um, athlete curated art um, in terms of NFTs. Um, so, you know, the athletes are really, really engaged in this process. And what we do is we highlight certain moments of their careers or their lives. Um, and this is, these are more, more kind of stills, but really kind of high-end artistic um, value. Um, and then, as I said, the athletes help us to curate these moments we see it as a co-collaborative um, process, really, because we want the athletes to be uh, engaged in this and to be excited in this. And, and we offer them this kind of space to be able to express themselves and to share their voice with, with the fans. Um, and, you know, on the flip side, if the athletes are engaged with it um, and they're excited by it, well, so are the fans, um, you know, and, and the fans are kind of dying to, to learn more about their kind of sporting heroes. Fantastic. I mean, it sounds very interesting. And, you know, in terms of like linking it to the blockchain, I think timing wise, you know, being an Olympic year um, and highlighting an athlete's journey, I think your, your timing for you guys is perfect. Now, we, we talked a little bit there about getting the athletes on board. Are you guys able to disclose any athletes that you, you're working with right now? Yeah, so um, the, the first uh, athlete that's going to be on the platform will be Roberto Carlos. Wow. Um, I've just got off a call with him actually about 45 minutes ago. So what we were doing with with, uh, with Roberto during that call is that we were um, just um, really isolating some audio because these these artistic NFTs that focus on pivotal moments in a life or a career, we don't just want them to be um, too abstract or too literal in terms of their recreation. Um, there's kind of a, a balance there, a meet in the middle. But what we do also want to do in terms of the audio is to be able to interlay over the over the top of these NFTs or as part of these NFTs. It's you know the real insight from the athlete as to what was going on in their mind during that particular moment or what drove them or um, you know what what inspired them. Fantastic. I mean, you mentioned Roberto Carlos there. I mean, maybe I'm showing my age. <laughs> to our younger listeners, but I remember when he scored that, you know, um, that iconic goal in uh, in Tournoi in 1997. And, you know, for me, someone who's really interested in football, who's always taken a big passion in this, I think, you know, I can't express how excited I am to see, you know, how your platform develops. And if this is, you know, the first athlete on there, it'd be really interesting to see how things progress and what other sort of athletes you get on board. Yeah, I mean, he's, he's absolutely amazing. I mean, he's, he's, he's such a nice guy to start with. But you're, you're sitting down and you're talking to someone who has won a World Cup, mm -hmm. four La Ligas, three Super, super Cups, uh, Spanish Super Cups, three Champions Leagues, you know, Intercontinental Cups, Confederations Cups, Copa Americas, 125 appearances for Brazil. I mean, he really is one of the mm -hmm. best footballers of all time. And I don't think there's any arguing with that. 
Um, you know, his record speaks for itself, really. It was, um, it's a pleasure. He's a nice, really nice guy, really, really engaged with what we're doing. Um, and yeah, it's, it's been a, it's been a, you know, a pleasure so far, and I'm sure it will be in the future working with him. One hundred percent. And and this, I just want to touch on you mentioned earlier about your footballing background. Like, do you want to tell our listeners a little bit more about your role and what it involves? Yeah. So um, you know, as, as I said, I, I've spent the past ten years working independently in football as a FIFA match agent. Um, you know, with with my own company really not that's not attached to FIFA in any stretch but they give you the license to go and operate um so I've built up over over the last decade just some really really great um connections throughout the football and the sporting world so my my role um I mean my role you could I guess you could break it down into about a thousand different roles <laughs> at the moment but my, my um my my main and overriding role really is is to get these to you know to, to negotiate with the icons to, to get them on board to get them engaged um and, and just to get them on onto the platform really um as well as kind of project managing all the timelines and kind of all the, the, the designs and um you know every, everything else all the myriad of other things that, that that come with kind of running running a startup from 7 a.m until midnight fantastic and you know for any listener out there i think you really touched on a good point i mean when you are launching a crypto company there is so many things that you're doing at any one time um what sort of challenges have you guys you and chris faced along the way while you've been building sports icon so yeah i mean i think there are there are there are a few there always are um with with, with startups and there might be a pivot here or there and finding um, you know that real true product market fit is always um, extremely important. Um, in terms of, I guess, kind of what one of the main things I suppose is that we were going to be building this this entire platform on uh, on the Flow blockchain, and and that's something else that that I missed when I was talking to you about the company. Yeah, we we've got the art, the kind of the filmed NFT stuff. Um, but also, we are we will be building a, a marketplace on our platform as well. So, we were going to be building on Flow blockchain. Um, in fact, Rohan from Dapper Labs is an investor in our company. Um, but a challenge with Flow blockchain is that it's just really, really hard to, mm-hmm. to find the specialists. Um, who, who can build on it essentially and we have one but we need more um so what's happened is that you know we we pivoted away from flow blockchain um and that was not a decision that was taken lightly and it's one that we want to revisit ultimately it would be you know we would like to um, be able to consider building in the future on flow blockchain and might, maybe migrating over um, we don't know what the future holds but for the time being you know, we are we've found a very happy home on Hedera. Mm-hmm. Um, now that platform, you know, um, Hashgraph Hedera does offer quite substantial benefits as well um, in terms of its extremely low energy use. Um, you know, and and its speed as well. I think it's got incredible incredible upside. Um, so we're kind of very happy to be to be working with Hedera. But as I said, that that was one of the main challenges in terms of recruitment and really kind of um, nailing down the the, the platform that we are going to 
to be building on it. It's not a small decision to make to change kind of the the, the foundation layer of what you're doing. Um, but sometimes you need to make these decisions, and, and, and you know we think we've done that, and it's going to be for the better. It's it's interesting you mentioned that. I mean, it's um it's still such a new industry, and I think what you mentioned there about you know um, wanting to develop on a particular blockchain in this case flow and then not being enough people i think that's like a microcosm for this industry in general in terms of the lack of skills available the, the, the you know there's only a handful of specialists and yeah in terms of like you know for, for anyone listening out there who's interested in launching their own crypto startup like what advice could you give to them uh, buy buy lots of coffee first time. <laughs> <laughs> um, I guess I guess be ready to, to change if you need to. Really, um, you know, in in terms of the underlying architecture, as long as the kind of the thesis of what you're doing doesn't change, um, then the support mechanism beneath it can do. So. Yeah, I, I would, I would, I would say definitely, kind of be be ready to change. It's such a fast moving world, and it it just feels like sometimes I joke to my my wife that you know at the end of the day that it feels like a week. <laughs> so much has happened today that it feels like a week. Um, and I personally, I love that. I think it's great. You know, I'm 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 so excited to be working in this in this space um, and in this field. Um, so when I say something like that. It's not negative as far as I'm concerned. Um, you know, it's, um, it's 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 full on. Be prepared, um, and yeah, it's kind of it's, it's you know it's an exciting place to be. Really, it definitely is. And you know, you mentioned about being full on, and this industry is often twenty four seven and never stops. Like, what does a typical working day or week look like for you? Um, so, so at the moment, um, my typical kind of working days transition slightly because we're kind of in production mode now we've got the roberto carlos the first drop on the platform which is going to be on the 3rd of june so i'm i'm very much i very much switched from that role of gathering athletes and icons to be on the platform negotiating talking uh, to the to them and their, and their agents and or representatives to switching my attentions to basically doing the same thing uh but but with with the designers um and making sure and pro project managing that process the closer that we get um to this um this launch date at the same time um we are um also we've pulled the trigger so to speak on on the the launch of the second icon so we've also had to kind of start the well brief regarding the artwork for that tie in with the athlete tie in with the agents um kind of there's a constant feedback loop there at the moment just regarding what we're doing how we're doing it um because as i said it's it is a collaborative process this is not a product whereby we go and pay x amount of money like a sponsorship and say okay well we're going to take your ip here's a lump of money and then we do what we want with it that's just absolutely not not our thesis and not not how we work. Um, so it, there is a feedback loop there, and like I said, it's a collaborative process between us, us and the athletes, and us as, and the fans really, because we also have a you know an engaged community 
that we look to for kind of feedback on what we're doing and inspiration as well. So it's, it's a constant feedback loop. But when we're not in production mode, my days are filled with, um, with a lot of meetings um, with people all over the world um, in terms of really focusing and getting these kind of, these icons on, on board, really. It's, it is pretty much nonstop from 7 a.m. to midnight because, you know, we're working in our time zone here, but also we're talking to people in Korea, in China, in Japan, uh, with their time zones in India, and then we're tying in with people in on the you know on the west coast of America, on the east coast of America. So, um, you know, it's very much twenty four seven. And as you might be able to hear, I'm losing my voice at the moment. It's the end of the day, and this happens roughly at five thirty every day. So. <laughs> I think that's one of the, the things when you're so busy in this space, you take that many calls, you don't realise like how much you've actually spoken. <laughs> yeah. You... yeah, yeah, without a doubt, without a doubt. Um, and, and you know, on this note, I know this industry is like so busy, um, you know, so many jobs going on at one time. You mentioned it was yourself and your co-founder, Chris, who launched the project. Like how has the team grown since, since then and how many people are currently working at Sports Icon? Yeah, so Chris and I... Uh, we're the pretty much the, the only employees, I guess, for the first. Let's have a think. Probably for the first three or four months, mm-hmm. um, and we have grown since then. We we we're now six members of staff. So Chris, myself, and four other members of staff. Um, that includes a product manager or a head of product. Um, Nimrod, big shout out to Nimrod, and then we've got Riku in recently is um, one of our um, software engineers. Um, he's a lovely guy, um, and then we also have Matt Smithies, who's kind of a very he's a Hashgraph Hedera uh, MVP, and to sit alongside Matt, uh, we have uh, Vishal, um, who is another um, Hedera MVP. So you know it's we've we've grown we've added a lot of members mm-hmm. of staff over the past couple of months definitely um, but it's you know it's, it's necessary to be honest um, because we are we're doing a lot in a short space of time. It's true, and and on that note, in terms of like you know looking for new staff, like what sort of qualities do you look for in new team members when you're hiring? Yeah, I think I think first and foremost, it's um, you know you, you look at a CV. Um, you want to see the right um, qualifications on there, but you know the, the right background. Um, working for interesting companies on interesting pro- uh, projects, and then for me, um, you know, the, the first call with a new employee is ultimately about personality. Yeah. It's, um, you know, if 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 they pass the CV test that. You know that 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 means that I kind of would like to speak to them. That that very first call, you know, it's not it's not really an interview. It's almost like a pre-interview. I think personality is absolutely critical. Um, how they're going to gel with other members of staff? Um, are they? Can they be hold their own and be outspoken without without sort of getting anyone's back up? Um, and then after that, that's when we. You know, if if we both have a good conversation, then 
because it's a two-way thing, then then that's when we then pull in kind of the next stage of the interview, which will be with our technical team that, that will really kind of drill down into things. But um, personally speaking, for me, that personality side is absolutely critical. And, um, you know, we, we don't want a wallflower. Mm-hmm. Um, but at the same time, we don't want someone who's going to kind of get everyone's backs up. I love that. And I think, you know, it's one of the overlooked skills, especially in, you know, in an industry where we work remotely most of the time, you know, teamwork is critical towards achieving goals. I think, you know, it's, it's a great advice for our listeners out there, like, you know, having a good personality, having the ability to get on with your colleagues and also having the ability to speak up when you're, you're not happy with something, but do it in a way that's constructive is uh, one of the most underlooked or underrated qualities out there. And, just while we're speaking about this, Alexi, I mean, I'm a big fan of your projects. You know, as a fellow football fan and a sports fan, I'm really excited to see how you guys grow. Um, in terms of how your team grows over the future, there's any of our listeners out there who, who are really interested in the project and would like to find out more and potentially see what opportunities are available? And what sort of jobs will you be hiring for over the next few months? Yeah, I think we'll, we'll be hiring some more software engineers, um, in particular ones that have got some sort of Laravel or um, and or kind of you know Node.js no background. Um, so I think that that would definitely be our be our next hire. We'll be adding to the adding to the tech team without a doubt. Fantastic. I mean, again, it will be really interesting to see how the team grows, especially after you know the launch of your first products and as you get more icons on board. And you know, just on this note. Um, before we wrap up like for, for anyone listening out there who you know who is interested in working at a crypto company but doesn't know where to start off or you know where they can look what might work for them like what sort of advice could you give to our listeners who are interested in in, in changing careers into the crypto space i think they um should definitely keep an eye out on your platform <laughs> <Thank you. laughs> um yeah just just don't um you never know until you ask, mm-hmm. I think, is, is, is the main thing. Don't put yourself off applying for jobs that you think you might be good at, um, even if maybe you know you only tick eight out of ten boxes or seven out of ten boxes because, as I said before, personality is really, really important. Um, and and that, that alongside you know, filling in most of the criteria, of course, it's not going to be, um, you know, like that's completely disregarded, but... You know, don't don't put yourself off applying for positions that you think you might not be um, um, accepted for. You know, don't don't close the door on yourself. Just you know, send off your CV and just see see what happens. Perfect. I mean, that's great advice. And again, this is crypto, right? What's the worst that can happen? You know, someone says no. Okay, fine. There's another opportunity waiting around the corner. Yeah, I mean, I'd also like to add that you know, just because you're someone might not be accepted for for a particular job at that moment in time where you know doesn't mean that that company won't approach them in the future and say oh hang on a minute actually you know you applied for this job you were quite interesting at the time and um you know but we went another way however we've got more positions opening up and you know would you be able to consider it again so yeah i would say just just go for it apply for the apply for the roles that you think are interesting and on that note just before we wrap up here i mean it's been a pleasure to hear your journey you know how you've come from a footballing background and you've really turned that into a 
you know, a, a, a really exciting project in the crypto space and, you know, having Roberto Carlos on board. I mean, again, I didn't get a chance to say it before, but for anyone who doesn't know who this guy is, like, he's the best left back in, in, in footballing history. Like, if you don't know him, get on his YouTube clips now and get a chance to see, what, you know, how good he is before you, you can check him out on, on Sports Icon and... You know, on that note, as we as we wrap up, like, where do you see the biggest opportunities for growth over the next couple of years in this blockchain industry? Yeah, I think that's that's an interesting one. I mean, I'm I'm obviously entrenched in 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 the world of NFTs, and we're always thinking about our kind of unlockable content and interesting and new ideas of of what we can do. Um, with that and with the NFTs, you know, I think I think NFTs are, uh, you know, we, we've had a bit of a wave earlier on in twenty one, but um, and it's kind of calmed down a little bit. But that was always going to happen anyway. NFTs for me, you know, they are definitely here to stay. Um, you know, it's a one hundred year product without without a shadow of a doubt, um, and we are just at the very very beginning of. Of this experience, you know, if we're talking about a hundred-year product, and we're kind of, I mean, CryptoKitties, of course, started in you know, around 2017, um, but in terms of that huge wave, you know, that, that was only three or four months ago. So there's going to be so much growth here. There's going to be so much ingenuity, um, so much uh, added value-wise to these products and how they're being offered. And, you know, we've had so many interesting calls over the past few days because we are, we're adamant that, we, you know, we, we need to be um, as creative as possible with what we're doing here. And it's that creativity that is really going to drive um, this, this NFT industry further into, into the next, into the next one, two, three, four, up to a hundred years. So, you know, for me, that, that's where that's where I see this uh, going. Um, it's, it's really interesting you mentioned that. I mean, yeah, I, I, do, I think some of the use cases for NFTs have not even come out yet. I mean, even six months ago, I couldn't env have envisaged, you know, a product like yours even and, and embracing, you know, such a big community and, you know, such as the football and, and the sports world. So it'd be really interesting to see how things progress. And, and on that note, Alexi, just before we, we go here, for our listeners out there who want to find out more information, um, can you just let us know where you could uh, find out more information about Sports Icon and also get in touch with yourself? Yeah, sure. So um, you can, if, if my explanation of Sports Icon was, 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 I don't think it was the best, actually, so I do apologise for that. So uh, you can find more information at sportsicon.co. And um, we have a, you know, the, the website's up there at the moment. We've got a few features that have been turned off just for the time being. And we're launching with Roberto Carlos on the 3rd of June. And then you can find me on on Twitter at AA Jovanov um, and also on LinkedIn, if you're that way inclined, just under uh, Alexi Jovanov. Fantastic. So again, and of course, the sports icon Twitter handle at sports icon uh, underscore and then on that twitter handle you know we've got our kind of our active community links are on the telegram channels and uh, and discord links are there as well so pop in and say hello and, and that's where you're going to find the most up-to-date information as to what we're doing um 
um, I mean, again, you know, I, I can't highly recommend enough like this platform. I'm so excited for it. So yeah, again, we'll, we'll leave all the links in the description below. Please feel free to check these guys out. You know, before you know it, in a blink of an eye, these guys are going to have some of the biggest footballing and sporting icons on their platform. So it'll be really interesting to see how things progress. And, you know, we, we'd love to have you back on sometime within the next 12 months, Alexi, and see how things have gone on. Absolutely. It would be a pleasure. Fantastic. Right. Well, thank you again so much for coming on. Um, and yeah, we'll, we'll speak soon. Cool. Thanks very much for your time, Manny. Uh, it's been a pleasure talking to you today and look forward to talking to you again soon. Thank you so much for listening to this episode of the Crypto Jobs Daily Podcast. We hope you can get inspired from Alexi's story and his advice. If you wish to find out more information about Sports Icon, you can click on the links in the description below. Finally, if you're interested in becoming a sponsor of our podcast or if you wish to find out more about building a career in crypto, you can visit our website at www.cryptojobsdaily.com.